are you now, are now listening, listening to, to The War Report, Wednesday, Wednesday Night, night War, war room, room with your host, C-Dope. It's your boy, Caesar Walker. Well, I got my boys with me. Mike, Mike G. G. Get your weight up. Strength and conditioning. Development. Ike Jones. Stop thinking with your emotions and watch the tape. And Big Will. Which is not normal for me. It's taking something out of me. Are you ready? Because we are now locked and loaded for the Wednesday Night War Room. Let's go! Uh, we're going to do something a little different uh, this live cast here, and um, you know we've got a special we've got a special guest with us today. Um, so this Wednesday night war room, we're going to talk about something that affects a lot of people across the United States every year. ALS, also commonly known as Lou Gehrig's disease, is a progressive neurodegenerative disease that affects the nerve cells in the brain, spinal cord, and causes muscle weakness that leads to paralysis across all parts of the body. Um, there's no known cause or cure for ALS, but 90% of all cases are sporadic, and there's no family history, so we're not quite sure what's happening, but you know, a lot of smart people are researching it. The average out-of-pocket cost for an a-, a patient with ALS is 250K. So while most of us are generally aware of ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, sometimes the disease hits a little closer to home. So joining us today is current Auburn tight end, Luke Deal, to talk to us a little bit about his father's diagnosis, Luke. Thanks for joining us, Duke. Thanks for having me. I'm I'm excited to be talking with you guys. Yeah, man. Listen, uh, Luke, you're our, you're our first cor- current player. Um, and you know, when I heard about what was going on with your with your dad, I, I wanted to get you on to talk to our listeners a little bit about you know what he's going through. Um, so I'm going to ask you some questions tonight. I was hoping you could help share with the listeners what it's like uh, to have a family member with ALS. Can you tell us about the moment you you first found out your dad had ALS? Yeah, I mean. Uh, Kind of going back, the moment that we kind of find it, uh, found out, it was, of course, it was sad. Uh, everybody was kind of shocked. Um, but really, with these kind of things, you kind of just got to uh, take it head on. And uh, that's what my dad really has done, man. He's, he's had our whole family uh, on his back, surprisingly, uh, as it's affecting him. I mean, he just, that's how he is. Um, it's been hard on my mom. It's been hard on uh, the rest of my family, but, uh, the moment we found out, we kind of were, were shocked and, and upset and, and, uh, kind of just wondering what's, what's going on. What is this trying to research this and that. But, uh, like I said, we've just taken it head on and, um, just trying to fight this fight. Yeah, man. Listen, um, I know that's heavy. Um, you talked a little bit about how it's been hard for your mom. Like what has it been like for your family as a whole since the news? Yeah. I mean, it's just been a group effort. Not being there right now, uh, it's tough for me, but um, just staying tight as a family, staying close, staying together. And um, if I have any any uh, word to say to anybody else out there, I mean, just, just cherish it and uh, work together for anything. And that's kind of what we've been doing, uh, trying to help mom, trying to help dad, and uh, just trying to help each other. Yeah, I'll tell you, Luke, um, you mentioned off camera to me that uh, you grew up not far from Clemson, and uh, there was a thought in a lot of people's minds that you might actually go there, but you chose Auburn, and um, being a part of the Auburn family, you know what Auburn family means. Uh, what has the support been like from your Auburn football family during this time? Man, it's been incredible. Uh, teammates, 
relationships I've built just just that will last me my entire life. Uh, these people really care about me, really care about my family. Um, just after games, uh, having half the team come up and speak to my folks and just kind of check on them and everything. And, and branching out farther, man, the fans and uh, everybody who's been so generous uh, throughout this GoFundMe and everything, just, man, all the, the nice tweets and DMs I've gotten, it's just, it's pretty special. Because, uh, like you said, the Auburn family, man, it's, there's not many, not many things like it. And uh, I'm, I'm definitely seeing it firsthand right now. So speaking of the Auburn family, uh, the GoFundMe was actually started by a teammate of yours, Nick Brahms. Uh, did he talk to you before he uh, started the, the GoFundMe? What did he say to you when he found out and, and, and you know, you, you, you yeah. had realized he organized this event for your dad? Well, Nick's a great guy. Uh, he comes from a great family. His mom and dad have been uh, crucial in this. Uh, they've just been so supportive and uh, so is he. So, no, he, he really didn't talk to me. Uh, well, he he kind of just said, hey, is it okay if I do this? Uh, as he was kind of doing it. So, um, I mean, it's just really just an incredible thing. I kind of was shocked. My family, my mom and dad were like, man, why would, why would anybody just sit there and do this for us? And, uh, man, it's just, it's special. Uh, Nick's a special guy. And it's been, it's been really cool to see how uh, the guys have had my back. And like I said, just building those relationships. Yeah, I appreciate you talking about that. I think, you know, as football players, um, fans tend to forget the humanity, you know, which is why we're glad to have you on tonight. So um, I, I want you to talk to me a little bit about you personally. Like, you know, you know, where are you finding the strength? What do you draw strength from uh, to support your father and your family during this time? Well, surprisingly, I'm finding it through him, uh, which mm. he's just, I mean, that just speaks to who he is. He's the backbone of our family, always has been, and he always will be. Uh, that's when anybody's struggling, we kind of look to him and look to his strength uh, just to see how it's affecting him and how uh, he's just taking it and just fighting so hard right now. Is That's kind of what's been my motivation uh, to fight forward and to keep doing what I'm doing here at Auburn and then to keep uh, going back and just having as much family time uh, that I could spend with them. Yeah. You know, uh, in closing this portion, you know, cause at the end of this, I'm going to tell everybody how they can support your dad. But um, uh, what's the one thing uh, that you want everybody out there to know about ALS and what they can do to help fight this disease? Yeah. So it's a, uh, it's a rare disease. Um, so you don't, you don't hear about it as much as, as other ones, but, uh, it is serious and it is uh, just an awful disease, but um, there's something we can do about it. Uh, of course, uh, everybody's been so generous with the GoFundMe, but in terms of just the disease as a whole, uh, you can call your state senator um, because there uh, people need to access some treatments that are stuck in tri uh, clinical trials and stuff like that. And uh, state senate is trying to uh, vote on these things. Um, so wherever you're from, uh, if you're watching this, just if you would call your state senator uh, and just just uh, help us fight against this disease, man, because it's it's one that can't be fought alone and it hasn't been so far. Uh, and I appreciate everything uh, that you guys are doing, Mike, and that uh, the Auburn family is doing.
Listen, uh, Luke, I appreciate you taking some time to talk to us a little about, about this. Um, you know, we we talk about the Auburn family. We certainly have the War Report family. They're all here with us tonight watching. Um, so uh, part of having family is nobody has to do all the heavy lifting alone. We ask our listeners for for something every week. And uh, I would like everybody to visit this GoFundMe uh, for Luke's dad. I'm getting a little emotional talking about it. But um, the the idea here is, is as family... Uh, nobody, we don't have to go through things alone. Uh, we can support each other. We can lift each other up. Um, and sometimes, you know, just if everybody gave a dollar, if every Auburn family member that hears this gave a dollar, we could make a huge dent and help a part of our family fight this disease. So, uh, Luke, thanks for, uh, thanks for taking some time, man, to talk to us about it. I'm bringing the fellas back in here to talk a little football for a second with, uh, with Luke, he's our first current player to come on the show, so um, it's for yeah. a good cause. Uh, Luke, I want to kick this off um, by asking you, uh, what's, what's this first season been like for you uh, under first-year head coach Brian Harson? man? How's it been? Yeah, yeah, it's been different, uh, but it's been great. Uh, it's been a, a different, it's been a change in culture. I think that's kind of what he was trying to do when he got in, was uh, establish uh, similar things that he established up in, uh, at Boise State, and uh, man, I've I've enjoyed. Like I said earlier, um, we were talking about relationships. I've enjoyed this team. I've enjoyed my guys, uh, and just just fighting with them. I mean, it started in the summer. I know you guys are gonna um, talk to me a little bit about a couple other things, but I just, I mean, this season's been good. I've been able to really just refine my technique and uh, just try to grow as a player and. Like I said, just being able to be a part of a team like this has been so good. Luke, talk to me real quick about uh, you and the tight end room. The moment you guys found out that y'all were going to actually be getting the ball this year. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> How was that for you guys? Yeah, I know that's a that's a popular topic uh, among the, the Auburn family. So, uh, man, we've been we've been really excited about it. We've been just loving it and uh just being a part of uh an offense as a whole being able to help our team in that sense has been really cool man and yeah it's been it's been different like i said earlier it's been different because we weren't used to that uh we were used to a different role and now that this role has kind of expanded i mean it's it's been great uh i got to catch my first career touchdown and that was just a feeling that uh, i mean it's it's something you can't explain uh something that uh, makes me proud, makes my family proud, and it's something really, really cool. Yeah, Luke, I, I want to talk a little bit. You know, there's definitely been a transition um, with the staff, but talk to me about your position coach. How, he's He's been a fan favorite. He's been one of those high-energy guys. Talk to us a little bit about the guy that rallies the troops in the tight end room. Yeah, and he he's a fan favorite uh, for good reason. He's, he's a great guy, great coach. Uh, he's been – in the league he's been all over the place and uh the guy knows his stuff uh so we feel like we're developing every day uh, i feel like i'm getting coached harder than i've ever been coached before in my life mm. uh and that's i mean that's what you want and on top of that he builds relationships um so yeah fan favorite he he deserves it uh i know some people like watching him uh take his sprints around the the field on game day he's he's a big dude but he can run a little bit too so yeah, but no, uh, he's been great. Uh, Luke, you're talking about hard coaching. Uh, I want to talk about Coach Jeff Pittman because uh, 
We're big strength and conditioning guys here. Uh, yeah. So tell us about, um, you know, what kind of stuff he has you guys doing in the weight room um, and, and what that has been like uh, since, since in the transition from, from the last coaching staff. Yeah. Um, love Coach Russell. Uh, also love Coach Pittman. So I've been blessed to have uh, two really good coaches for strength and conditioning. Uh, a little bit different styles. Uh, Coach Russell, in my opinion, was a little more speed style, and Coach Pitts a little more old school power style. I mean, we're we're loading the bars up with weight. We're pushing it. I mean, we had some guys squatting really, really high numbers, numbers that I almost can't count to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, yeah, I just that that power. Uh, that loading that weight, that's, that's kind of what we've been harping on and, uh, just setting, uh, goals for this season, uh, back in the spring, uh, and just trying to just meet those goals every single day. Mm. So, so when y'all were in the weight room, give me something, give us an example of something you did that had you questioning if you wanted to keep playing football, like what had y'all <laughs> screaming, what had you and the other tight ends going, come on, man, is he serious this summer? Well, I don't- well, I don't know if you uh, if you guys are gonna interview any other uh, current players, but uh, they'd all have the same answer is what I'm gonna tell you. Uh, so it's not in the weight room, but doing those decks up on the stadiums, running every stadium. Mm, yeah. uh, the stadiums are not just little steps. If you know those top bleachers, uh, mm-hmm. so it's almost like a jump from bleacher to bleacher all the way to the top. Uh, and yeah, you get to the top and there's some days where you just don't want to come back down. Um, every Thursday morning at 6 a.m., those, those, those decks hurt and you feel them for the rest of the week until it's time to go again. So that's definitely it. I've never done anything like it in my life. Uh, wow. there's a sense of pride though at the end where you look down and look into your own home, sca- own home stadium and just say, man, I did that. Mm. Uh, but during it, no, 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 you don't, you don't think about that. That's <laughs> after during it. It's that's one of the worst things I've ever done in my life. Luke, talk to me about how was it during the start of uh, winter workouts? The moment you saw Brian Harson walk into the weight room with you guys early in the morning, talk about kind of what went through your mind, other players' mind to see the head coach actually in the trenches with you guys getting in a workout. Yeah, so there's a couple things that make me really respect Coach Harson. The first is that he treats all of us the same. I, I think he really, truly does that. Um, the second is he, he he practices what he preaches, man. I mean, he's he was in there, and he's doing weight just like us. And uh, so it, it really takes it out of your mind to ever want to complain or anything else because you're like, okay, this guy's doing it too, and he's way older than us. Uh, I hope I can do that when I'm his age one day. <laughs> instead of just laying down in a recliner like I, I may be doing. <laughs> uh, Luke, uh, t- while we're all strength and conditioning, because you mentioned Coach Harson showing up in the weight room, uh, lifting and, and doing some things that you don't normally see uh, some coaches doing. Uh, but I've been wondering this all offseason. I sat down and I pondered some things. And I said, I wonder who would win a 225 bench off between Coach Harson and Coach Mason. Who? Who you got? Who you got at the bench off? You know what? Coach Mason is, uh, man, he's one of my favorite coaches on staff. He's an incredible dude, and he gets fired up too. Uh, but I'm going to have to take Harson because I've seen <laughs> Harson in there pushing some serious weight. Okay, all right. He's pushing the big boy weight, huh? Yeah, I'm going to have to take him. 
Yeah, I need to get those. I'm trying to organize a uh, liftoff for charity between the two of them. Yeah, uh, with these, with these, uh, with these, uh, this new strength and conditioning program that you guys have, um, Luke. I really appreciate you joining us today. Um, we did have one comment from a subscriber yeah. from Stephen Nash. He says, "When you catch that touchdown and turn around and see eighty-seven thousand people going crazy, what's mm-hmm. in your head?" Man, uh, it's just, it's just like I said, it's one of those moments that you just got to capture it and just take it all in. Uh, I looked at every single angle of the entire stadium and just took it in, man. And then uh, after that, just having my teammates excited for me on the sideline, there's, there's nothing like it. Um, it's just one of the greatest moments of my life. Uh, and I'm, I'm very happy to have been a part of this team so far and uh, I'm ready to make some more of those memories. Yeah. What's the competition like in, in the tight end room? All four of you guys caught touchdown passes this year. Yeah is pretty amazing to say um uh, what's the competition uh been like in the tight end room how do you guys motivate each other yeah i mean every day in practice uh there's competition every day and uh i mean whatever you put on film that's kind of that's kind of what your resume is uh so even going through these bowl practices and uh spring ball and everything else next year i mean that's how it's going to be every single day is a competition uh, yeah, that's man. how it is at every position. Uh, that it's it's college football, and um, if somebody's not getting it done, somebody else will step in, uh, or it'll make the other guy work that much harder. So, well, Luke, I want to close it out by just asking you: You guys obviously drew Houston in the bowl in the bowl game in the Birmingham Bowl, eleven and two. They lost their championship game to Cincinnati, who was obviously going on to the playoff. Uh, can you talk about what this bowl game means to you guys as a team and what goals you have as a team between now and the bowl game? Yeah, so uh, in the past, haven't really uh, – since I've been here, we haven't done very well in uh, in bowl games. And uh, that's something that I kind of take personal, that, I, that I'd like to finish this season up strong. And uh, as, a, as a leader of this football team, just try to uh, rally everybody around because Houston's a good football team. Um, a really good football team. You saw how they played. They won a bunch of games in a row until they got beat by, obviously, a, a college football playoff team. So, man, they're a good football team. Uh, but just finishing up strong. I mean, that's that's really the motto is finish. Finish everything you do. Um, no sense in quitting now. Uh, we're in here, and uh, I know it didn't go the way we wanted to in the Iron Bowl, but uh, I feel like, the way we laid it all out on the line, that's how every game needs to be. That's how this bowl game needs to be. That's how we need to treat it. So. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, Luke, uh, I appreciate you joining us today, giving us a little bit of your time uh, to tell us about uh, your, your dad and and also talk a little Auburn football. I just want to remind everybody, um, this is where you can go donate. I'm going to drop this uh, in the description, in the chat of the video. Uh, we're going to put this link in the community. Please, guys, if you have it in your heart, Anything you have uh, to just uh, let's chip away at this a little at a time as the Auburn family. The goal is $300,000. The last time I checked, I think it's just over 80. Uh, So we got we have a ways to go, but it's been an incredible effort so far by a lot of very generous people to help get this GoFundMe to this point. Let's keep it going. Let's hit that goal and and let's uh, help our Auburn family member fight fight his uh, fight with ALS. So, Luke, thanks for joining us, too. Mike, guys, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. Thanks. War Eagle to you, War sir. Eagle. War Eagle, man.